Welcome to one of our grounding episodes. I'm hoping you're listening to this as you're becoming a new member, as you've just subscribed, but obviously you can come back and listen to this at any point in time. I just thought it'd be good before you jump into our, you know, process of posting podcasts on an ongoing basis. I wanted to give everyone some foundational episodes to help you think about fixing your business differently. And the reason I bring this up is because often when we build something, you know, the idea is to build it to last. And while that concept makes sense, while it generally sounds like, of course, that's how I built my business, the reality is things change over time. Processes that we put in place maybe stop working, we acquire new customers, or maybe we have a new idea. And when we do that, it can change something that was working really well into a process that's not working ideal anymore. And what can happen in our businesses is we're already overwhelmed with everything that's going on in our business, whether it's the marketing, whether it's the growth, whether it's managing a team, whether you have to learn a new skill, whether you gotta pay taxes, it's just all the stuff that's going on. What can happen is it doesn't feel like there's enough time to fix things. So instead, we just patch them. Instead, we ignore them. Or worst case, we really act like the problems that we have in our businesses, that they're not a big deal. And what I want to do in this episode is remind you how important it is to fix. Because the reality is often the fixes, the problems, the things that are not working ideal, not only do we feel them as either the business owner or the manager, not only does your team feel that friction and they have to keep working through that friction, but the sad part is often your customers can become victim to it. And what can be really hard on a business is it can start to erode trust. It can start to create a scenario or a situation where people don't feel as confident in working with your business or brand. And I know you've worked so hard to build your business. I know you've done so much work to be where you are today that I want to make sure that as you're moving forward in your business, as you find those hiccups, we start to think about how do you fix it? Now, I don't want to make it sound like everything has to be fixed as you identify it. We have to prioritize, just like everything in our business. So when I think about fixes, when I think about the idea of really taking a step back and thinking about what can be solved in our my business, I start to think of what I'm doing as not just, you know, putting a Band-Aid on something, as not just, ugh, I gotta go do this and I don't wanna do it. I adjust my mindset and I approach it as a breakthrough solution. So one thing I want you to take away from today's episode is to not think of fixes as, you know, the negative in your business. I want you to think of fixes as a breakthrough solution that can ultimately maybe make happier customers, ultimately increase productivity around your team, ultimately pull those thorns out of your side. And I bring that up because I think we forget that the reason we are frustrated and overwhelmed is sometimes because we're letting things drop. We're not taking care of things. So 
I want you to think of it as a breakthrough. Now, when I say that, that sounds like a nice word. That sounds like a nice phrase. And you might be like, okay, Stephanie, yes, 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 breakthrough sounds good. But what I want you to do is really dig deep when it's time to start thinking about fixes and changes in your business. Because what can happen is we can definitely get overwhelmed by, you know, the leak you know, in the sink or, you know, the the faucet that leaks kind of thing. But what I really want you to do is start to look at your business and identify things that can impact growth. I want you to think about things that can really have those changes. And what I wanted to do today is maybe give you some examples of what I've done in my business, what's been a breakthrough for me, so we can frame that discussion on why fixing can be big and can create this breakthrough solution. So I have two um, examples to share with you today. The number one thing that I worked on recently is working through my prospecting process. Now, as I do a lot of coaching, I'm often talking to a lot of people on the phone. I have a lot of discovery calls. I have a lot of people emailing. People are interested in working with us, which is a great and wonderful thing and a great place to be. But the challenge was I didn't have a great process to provide people with pricing. I didn't have a great process to send out proposals. I had a decent process to manage invoicing, but everything was in a different system. Everything wasn't maybe brand ready. And it would really be me kind of creating 50%, 60% of it each time I needed to send out these materials. And what I found is I started to just not like doing proposals. I started to just shy away from them. I started to, when I would meet my clients or meet with potential customers, and they would say, you know, could you give me a proposal for this and this and this? And what are all the different options? I really would say, well, why don't we just talk through them so we can narrow it down together? So therefore I didn't have to send them all those details. And while that might've worked, for most people, some people wanted me to send an email. And what would happen is I'd send out that email two weeks later, three weeks later, or in some cases, I'm always embarrassed to admit, sometimes I would forget. I just didn't get to it because it took me so long and I had such a short window of time available to work on things. So what was happening is I was missing opportunities. I had people who wanted to work with me and I was doing a horrible job of completing that process. And while it's embarrassing to talk about, while it's frustrating that it happened, what I found is I needed to think of it as a breakthrough solution. Instead of trying to avoid the problems, instead of just doing what I was doing, or, you know, on a Friday night, I would just sit down and be like, fine, I'll just get all these done. And it was just like the most frustrating experience and process in my business. And while I would get it done, the whole time I basically had an attitude and I didn't enjoy it. And what I did is I said, wait a minute, let me write down what are my problems? What is the issue? What is really my thorn in my side? And the reality is my thorn in my side was not doing proposals. It wasn't that I didn't want to do proposals. It's not that I didn't want to put together these um, you know, brochures. It wasn't that I didn't want to work with more clients. I was really excited about it. It was the process. It was what I had set up did not work for me. And what I was doing is I was trying to work in a environment that didn't motivate me. I'd worked in a process that frustrated me. I was working in a way that made it counterproductive 
So sometimes I'd shy away from it or the customer didn't get the best experience. So what I do now and what I do differently is now I sit down and make those lists. I sit down and say, well, what's my problem? What am I trying to solve? And what would work for me? What works now? What maybe wasn't the solution that worked for me a year ago or two years ago? And I sit down and start doing that assessment. The next step in my process is I start to put time in my calendar because here's the key. It's all great to say you want to do something that's a breakthrough solution, but if you don't have time set aside to dedicate to it, you can't get it done because we've already talked about the idea that I was already too busy to send out proposals. And if I just dreamed up the idea to make a change, but never had time set aside, it just wasn't going to happen. So what I ended up doing is I ended up starting to put a placeholder meeting on my calendar so I could work on this project. So I could sit down and say, you know what, let me find a tool that could do it for me. Now I'm a little bit more tech. Not everyone loves the technology, but I find that often the solution to my problem is finding the right tool for what I want to do. And what I did is I sat down for 30 minutes and I just identified five, six, seven different tools that I wanted to use. And then once I identified them, the next week, I made a project for me to go through and evaluate them. So that means I signed up for all my little free trials. And then when I sat down for those 30 minutes, I just started going through the process of sending out brochures, creating brochures, creating proposals, and seeing if I even liked the tools that I had chosen. And the reason I did this is because often what happens is you're so desperate for a solution when it's a painful process that when you find one solution or find one thing, you're like, okay, I'll just go with this. But what I found is you have to evaluate your solutions. You have to make sure that solution is truly breakthrough and not just a solution that only gets you maybe 50% of the way there, 70% of the way there. Because yes, that'll be relief, but that's not that Zen moment when you actually have a breakthrough solution. And that's what we're going for. So then after I evaluate them, then I do a test run. The next one was saying, okay, let me find, and in my case, I like to use an existing client and say, you know what? I have this great new tool. I wanna test it out. So I wanna use it for our next invoice. Let me know what your experience is and what you think of it. Maybe I'll have somebody who's asking me for a brochure or a proposal that I've worked with before. I'll say, you know what? I got this new tool. I'd love to send it to you and see if you would test it out. Worst case scenario, if you don't have that situation, ask a family member. I actually made a proposal and sent one to my mother and said, hey, what's the experience like? I even sat kind of over her shoulder while she received the email and clicked on things and I could kind of look at how she used it and how she scrolled around and all that good stuff. And I find doing that gave me feedback and gave me confidence in my new tool. And then at that point, it was a question of when am I gonna implement it? Now, this is so important when you're putting these breakthroughs in place. Often what happens is we want a quick fix and we're like, I'll do it Monday, I'll do it Tuesday. And like, it's Friday and you're basically trying to turn it around by the next week. But the reality is new processes take time. They take time for you to learn the tool, get comfortable with the tool. It takes time for you to load the information into this tool. Um, It also may take some time because you're gonna bump into a couple of questions and need to talk to their customer service. 
So what I ended up doing was picking a date that I was going to transition. And I picked that date pretty far out. I also only picked a few people to go through the platform for a while. And one thing I liked about the tool I chose, the tool that I use is called HoneyBook. Absolutely love it. So anyone out there who's a coach or anyone who does proposals or anyone who even, you know, if you get hired for events, it is such a great tool. So I highly, highly recommend it. And I'll drop a link in the show notes for you. Um, What ended up happening is I said, you know what, I'm going to take a couple of people through it, see how it works, get comfortable with it for a couple of months. And because the software that I chose, which I absolutely love about them, they have this program for like the first six months. Um, It's like $9 a month. So it's very reasonable. It's not a crazy expense. Um, And it made me feel comfortable with trying it out. And therefore, I could use it with a couple of clients, go through a couple of pay cycles, go through a couple of requests, and feel confident that now it is the major tool I use for proposals and brochures. Now, for some of you listening, you may be like, Stephanie, I'm not a coach. That's not my thing. And that's not the point of me giving you this background. That's not the point of me giving you all this detail and information. My point is to show you how to approach a breakthrough solution. My point is that often the solutions we have, they're not just one small thing that you have to do. It may be bringing together something, like in my example, proposals and brochures and invoicing. It may be something that's gonna take some time to put in place. And it's also something where you really wanna make sure it's breakthrough. So while I'm always gonna give you examples of things that I'm doing, I always want you to apply this to yourself. So when you think about your exercise, your homework, what I want you to do after this episode, what I want you to do is think about a breakthrough solution for your business. What is something that's maybe a little bit hairy? What is something that maybe does require a couple of steps, but something that would give you that Zen moment? What is something that's not working as ideal as you expected? And if you took the time to actually list out what the problem is, actually list out what type of solutions you're looking for, and ultimately set aside two to three one-hour sessions to help you assess opportunities, I think you might be able to achieve a breakthrough solution of your own. So I hope this episode inspires you on that front. Now, for some of you, you may be like, okay, Stephanie, I get it. I know you're giving me this mindset stuff. I know you're talking about what I should do, but how do I get it done? Because for some of you, you may be like, the problem I have isn't something I know how to fix. The problem I have isn't something that I have a solution in my back pocket, or maybe you feel like it's not a solution that you can solve by doing a Google search. And I completely understand that. So let's talk about that. What do you do when you have a problem, when you have something that needs to be fixed and it's outside of not only your comfort zone, but maybe your overall kind of expertise? What I tend to do and what I would recommend when you're thinking about fixes is thinking about getting some temporary help. And I bring this up because for a lot of businesses, 
you know, we're bootstrapping. For a lot of businesses, we don't have a ton of budget. And for some of you out there, you might be solopreneurs or some of you may be two people on a team or one person plus, you know, a partner that helps out every now and then or a family member that helps out now and then. Or even if you're a small and mighty team of five or 10, you may not be in a position to hire somebody to fix something. Also, the fix may not be something that needs support all year long. And what I find for a lot of people is they're not necessarily thinking of the idea that to get breakthroughs, to find solutions, to fix problems in your business or your organization, that someone external can help you do it. I often find for a lot of people, they reside between the idea that I'll fix it later or I'll try to figure it out or I'll try to learn it, or they think they have to bring on somebody to do it all. And I wanted today kind of break that myth if that's circling around in the back of your mind, if you've been thinking about it a little bit, or if you've ever bumped into that thought, because what I find is many of these systems we use, like I said, I love tech, but not all these systems work the way I think, you know, not all these systems have the buttons where I think they are. And a lot of these systems, especially if you've used them over time, they change, they update, they make improvements. But sometimes us as business owners, we're like, that's not an improvement. Now I don't know how to use what I just paid for. And when you start to feel that way, you start to feel like you don't have the expertise to make these breakthroughs happen. And what I've found I've had to do over the years is find an expert and hire them for 30 days or 60 days. Still, they don't have to work full-time for those 30 or 60 days. Maybe they're just going to work on a project basis. So therefore, I'm going to create a list of all the problems I have, all the issues I have, whether it's an issue with um, your email marketing. Say, for example, you want to be able to set up all automated emails in your email marketing system. And you know how to get some basic things done. You know how to fix a couple of things in the system. What you're finding is taking you forever to get things updated. You're finding it's taking you forever to get them in place. You're finding that it's just such a huge process because the wrong emails are going out to the wrong person or the emails have outdated information. So therefore it's causing a headache in your business. So instead of you trying to unravel all of that, what if you brought in somebody who's an expert in your email marketing system? What if you could hire someone that knows how to use Infusionsoft or Keeps, that knows how to use MailChimp, that knows how to use MailYourLite, that knows how to use ActiveCampaign, Drip, or whatever platform that you're using. And honestly, this is for anything that you need help with. And if they could come in and resolve those issues for you, you would have that breakthrough moment. You may even kind of work with them, partner with them. I don't mean to make it sound like they're just going to come in with a magic wand and fix everything. It just means you have someone to work with who has the expertise to do it. I'll give you an example. I use a tool called Zapier. Some of you may have never heard of it. And some of you may be nodding your head right now thinking about how cool that tool is. Now, Zapier is a tool that's really designed to help people connect systems, especially individuals like myself who can't write code but I need two systems to talk to each other. I need two systems to do things. So for example, if someone purchased a product or a service on my site, I wanna be able to send that person to my email marketing system, 
My email marketing system tags that person based on the product that they purchased and then sends them a confirmation email. Now, I want to be able to do that, but I don't know the back end of all those systems. But a tool like Zapier will do that for me. All I have to say is, if this happens, then do this. And what's awesome about that is it creates a way for me to integrate my business and automate things so I don't have a lot of rework. So it's a wonderful, wonderful tool. But every once in a while, I'll I'll bump into an obstacle or something I want to do, and I don't know how to do it in Zapier. I don't know the best way to do it in Zapier. I don't know if I did it in one way versus another. Would it reduce the amount of zaps? Would it reduce the amount of traffic going between the highways? Um, is there a way to do filtering? There's all these little nuances that I'll bump into. And I used to just sit there and scratch my head. I used to be like, well, I know how to use Zapier. I can figure it out. I will spend this time and I will master it. But as I've gotten older and wiser, what I've done is I've sat down and said, okay, these are the things I can do. These are the things I'm struggling with. And then I go to websites like Upwork and then I put in a temporary job and I say, I'm looking for a Zapier expert that can help me with this issue, this issue, this issue, and this issue. I explain what I tried to do. I explained what I've set up. I even sometimes do a quick video so people can see it. And then I say, this is what I need help with and ask people to apply or say if they're interested in the project. Now, the tool I use called Upwork is great for finding freelancers for quick positions. It's not the only tool out there. There's a ton of other ones to use. And I know some people use Fiverr. I just have a little bit of a preference for Upwork. It's one of my favorites, but you can use any of those tools. But when you approach it this way, like instead of just trying to get an admin that knows how to do everything, instead of just trying to get someone who's a generalist and you're hoping that they can help you with your problems, what I'd love to do is hire someone specifically for the platform I'm trying to leverage. Say, for example, you need help with your social media post. You might need some designs that are created but you use Canva. So therefore, when you are looking for a designer, or maybe you should be looking for a designer as your breakthrough solution, what you'll do is you will hire somebody who knows how to use Canva and is willing to create designs in Canva for you so that you can use those templates moving forward to make it easier for you to manage your social media. Got it? I hope the aha moment is happening. I hope the light bulb is going off and you can potentially start to see how being willing to hire temporary help that's an expert in what you're doing can help you fix these problems. All right. Now, how do we wrap all this together? What do we do next? How do you apply this to what you're doing? It's the same thing when we're talking about the breakthrough solution. Not only do I want you to spend some time writing down what could be your breakthrough solution, I want you to decide, could you benefit from some temporary help? If so, what kind of budget would you have for it? And in some businesses, this is what I do, you know, if it's tough times, then I save up. I look for my next client opportunity and say, okay, this client project, this money I'm going to allocate to that project so I can fix it. So I don't want you to think that you know, I think money's falling from the sky. I don't want to make it sound like, oh yeah, you can just hire someone tomorrow. I know there's some planning that's involved, 
But the key here is it's not stop everything, drop everything, fix it kind of approach. What I'm trying to do is get you to start to create solutions to your fix-it problems and start to create budget or identify budget to help you do it. And what's also great about a lot of these sites is you can say, this is my budget, meaning this is the solution I need and this is the budget I have to do it. And individuals can decide if they're willing or able to work within your budget. So let's go out there and fix something. Let's go out there and identify not only something to fix, but let's figure out if you could get a little bit of help. How much help do you need? When would you work on it? When could you identify some budget for it? And let's earmark it in the calendar so that you can let me know that you are on the path for your next breakthrough solution. All right, take care. Bye.